Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Wakanda! Welcome! The Casamigos Big Shot of the Night is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. And Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. Tonight's Casamigos Big Shot of the Night goes to Mr. Big Shot himself, Jalen Brunson, Mr. A1, Brunson Burner, whatever you want to call him. I don't know what his nickname is. Someone called tonight and said he's Mr. Automatic Clutch. He's just a dog, man. I called him Mighty Mouse. I don't know. He is the point guard you've been waiting for. He is a guy that will refuse to lose. He's out for his respect. He's got a chip on his shoulder, whether it's about... The all-star snub, whether it's about people saying he's not a top-five player and the Knicks can't win, he goes out there tonight against the Pacers without OG Ananobi, without Julius Randle, without Quentin Grimes, and without another 30-point performance from Dante DiVincenzo and says, get on my back. We're going to win. We're going to make it nine in a row. I got 40 points, drops a 40-burger for the Garden Faithful, also adds five rebounds and assists. He wasn't really hitting it from the three-point line, but that's fine. He got nine free throws knocked down and 15 to 30. That'll get it done. The stat that matters is a win. That's nine wins in a row. Go New York, go New York, go. Jalen Brunson is the Casamigos' big shot of the night. And uh, a lot of those guys stepped up to get that win. And that's a win that you needed to go 32 and 17 with a nine-game win streak, 18 and five at home, the three seed in the East. All right. Back to the phones we go. Knicks fans are all lined up, but we got to get to Dylan and Queens as we've been talking about the Baltimore Orioles, their new ownership group, and the uh, trade to shake up the baseball world right now, getting Corbin Burns from the Milwaukee Brewers. Hey, what's up, Keith? What's up, Dylan? You got it. Not much. I'm one of those people that was uh, you were talking about last night that sit in the weeds, don't really call much, sit back and listen. But yeah, I wanted to call in tonight about uh, Corbin Burns. As much as I would love to have him, I'm going to be that petty Yankee fan right now. Okay. NL Central, not pitching against great guys. Coming to the AL East, the different ball game, smaller parks. Um, just going to hate a little bit, you know. I got to got to throw that in there. But I want to Good. talk about the the 34th overall pick that it's traded for. I know it's not often that you see that as a Yankee fan. Obviously, with the competitive balance and stuff, we usually lose those picks. But do you think that's a factor of not having a salary cap since you could lose those picks and whatnot? No, I mean, I, I don't know. The pick to me is nothing. Like, 
Right now, we don't know who that's going to be. We don't know what in, like, the MLB draft is not like the NBA draft. It's not like the NFL draft. So to see they threw in that pick, I was like, what the, like, I don't know, bro. Like, it's not, that's nothing. To me, I think they got fleeced. I think the Baltimore Orioles uh, got Cal Ripken on the phone, and somebody over there is a big Cal Ripken fan and said, what can we do for you, Cal? New ownership group. You guys are going to be able to pay Corbin Burns. We're not going to be able to pay him. What do you need? What do you need? Absolutely. And that brings me to my next point. Now, like, if they want to extend him now, does the, uh, Angelo, does, is it up to him, or does he have to ask the next ownership group? Man, I think, I think if, if that deal is done, it's done, right? Like, from what I understand, uh, David Rubenstein and uh, this other guy, like, I don't think Angelo has anything to do with um, extending Corbin Burns after this year, he's he's going to make fifteen million fifteen million this year. He settled on that in arbitration. Uh, I don't know. I, I think this new ownership group, two days on the job, they've come in and done things differently. This is a trade that I don't think Angelos was making because all he talked about was how oh well we're going to have to raise ticket prices if uh, you know we got to pay players two hundred one hundred fifty million, and then also the whole Kevin Brown saga, man. That whole Kevin Brown saga, the kid that. He didn't criticize them. He was reading a teleprompter about how bad they've been. And uh, they suspended him because of their ego. I'm glad they got them out of the paint. But, like, that's going to be a problem for Yankee fans. Now they have a ton of talent because they lost 100 games. They tanked. They have a ton of talent that they can actually lock up. You know, what we've been saying is, oh, well, they better win it now. They're not going to be able to afford those guys. Not only can they afford those guys, they can afford to make trades and then retain a guy like Corbin Burns. Absolutely, man. Thank you for the call. I appreciate it. Have a good night. Thanks for the call, Dylan. I mean, it's just the the reaction tonight. Uh, Who knows? Honestly, none of us know. But as fans of the Yankees, like I said, where I was already kind of like a couple weeks ago, like, yo, you guys are spoiled. They did enough. Yo, yo, like, just relax. Like, they they got Juan Soto. They changed the chemistry of the team. They they added Verdugo. They added Stroman. There's going to be some competitors on this team. There's going to be a little bit. Now you're starting to think like, okay, well, the Orioles got the best of them last year, and they lacked pitching. Now they have an NL Cy Young winner, an ace, and he was a target of us. Like He was someone that was in the conversation with the Yankees. I got to go back to my notes, but I think it was a couple weeks ago, or maybe around arbitration, where they said, all right, they're not going to move him. So what, did the Yankees come off that, and then the Orioles stayed on that? or I don't know. The Orioles came out of nowhere with the trade. It's just a little disappointing because... Corbin Burns was one of the guys that you talked about, like Shane Bieber, like Dylan Cease, to make a trade because you knew the Yankees weren't going to go out there and pay Blake Snell or Jordan Montgomery. And they add Stroman, and most Yankee fans say that's not enough because we don't know what the hell Carlos Rodon is going to look like, and we also don't know what we can expect from Nestor Cortez and expecting Garrett Cole, which I have a ton of respect for Garrett Cole's bounce-back year, but expecting him to be the same guy this year. Um, I don't know. A lot to be seen. Clark Schmidt, got to do your thing. And I, I do still think they need to make another move. And they will. They can. Uh, but as of today, it's just rough to see a guy come off the board and know that you're going to have to face him a couple times this year. Maybe even have to face him in the postseason. Rocco and Saratoga. Ready to rock on the fan. Ready to rock. Here we go. Let's rock and roll, Keith. How you doing, buddy? How are you doing? I'm good, Rock. Yeah, this Baltimore situation, not good for us. Not good for us. David Rubenstein, I know. I run a hedge fund. I know David Carlisle Group. He's a billionaire. 
He started Car- Carlyle Group in 87 with a bunch of partners. He's uh, really semi-retired. He's on Bloomberg a lot. He has his own show and everything. He's a big fan. He's a big baseball Baltimore fan. He'll spend money like Stevie does. Okay? Not good for us. Not good. Yeah. That's yeah, a bummer. I mean, and then they have Ripken kicking in his uh, baseball connections. I don't know. It's a good thing we got Soto already. Otherwise, you know. Yeah, that's why they make a move like that. They're like, all right, the Yankee, like, we got to get some pitching. If the Yankees are going to have Soto and Judge batting in the first inning, like, we got to get some pitching. And they did. And they took one that we potentially could have had. So good move by them. Yeah, and the problem, and the problem is, Keith, Hal doesn't spend the money. You know that. It, no, it I can't hurts say them. that. I can't it say hurts that. them to open up the pocketbook. No, I can't so, say that, man. He, I can't say that. He, 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 he told Judge, how much do you want? Uh, yeah, a, a I few know. years he back, I did not. I went to sleep not thinking that he would pay Garrett Cole what it cost. He did that. I know we want to try and like, right. you know, I I I, I get the the cash. But is slander. he gonna? Is he? Yeah, is he gonna meet up against like Stevie Money against uh, David's Money? We'll see. We'll see. Two big guys, two big bangers to, now they, they going against in, each other, and and how is they were in be on the Yamamoto? I expect him to be in on Juan Soto. I don't care for him to give two hundred seventy million to Blake Snell. Or or no, Jordan Montgomery, no. Uh, no. You know. Jake Snell is five innings and done. No, not yeah. I don't want him. Don't want him. But it's what you got on the Knicks, Rock? Tough. What you got on the on the, the New York Knicks? Go go Knicks! Hey, Brunson burner, Brunson burner, showing. Hey, you're gonna diss me? I'll show you. I'll show you. Right? He showed them. Man, come on! Don't burn the Brunson burner. Come on, man! Yeah. All star. Definitely an all-star. Give me a break. Yeah, and right? rising as one of the top players in the league, whether we think he's top 10, uh, he, he's showing it now, and, and he's leading his Knicks team. And I just I commend the guy because a, a lot of guys are scared to come to the Garden. They're scared to, to play Not in New him. York. Yeah, he embraces all of them. Nah, it. come on. Wildcats, Villanova crew, they played in Philly. They had Wright as a coach. He's a New York guy, Hofstra and all. They Come on, they're not afraid of anyone or anything. Come on, right? New York style. New York yeah. style, Keith. Yeah. We're not afraid of anyone. Bring no, him on into the garden. He's from We're around gonna here. We're going to bang and hammer you if we need to. He grew up in New Jersey, and, and I give a lot of props to, to his dad for training him like that. Thanks for the call, Rock. Keeping it moving. Let's go to Sharif out on Staten Island. Sharif, you're on the fan. Yo, what's up, Keith, man? What's um, up? What's up? Yo, it's been a long time. I mean, think about it, right? I mean, I'm I'm almost 50. I remember the Knicks one when they were great when I was a teenager, and the Knicks one they were at five hundred in New York. Like yo, you watching the Knicks? They're, they're, yo, they're at five hundred, and then they traded for all those guys for Carmelo, and then they that Carmelo they had that one good season with the old guys, and then they all got hurt before the playoffs start, and then that went to that that broke down. I'm just I'm just thinking that I hope you know when this deadline comes up on February eighth that they only add. They don't subtract what the core is doing now. Like, I, I, I just hope they don't do something that breaks down everything they just built up in one day. Yeah, I like to think that they're smarter than that. Thanks for the call, Sharif. I just like to think that if, if they got you to this point, they know what they're doing a little bit. If they put together the pieces of the puzzle and it looks like this, you got to trust them at this point. You got to more than trust them. You got to commend them. You got to tip your cap to them. I wasn't expecting them to look like this right now. Right, the OG and Anobi trade is not a month old yet. There's still a week until the trade deadline. They can add another piece, 
And what I've been saying is, man, they could have folded tonight. That's a good team in the Pacers. That's a team that made it to the in-season tournament. That's a team that's hosting the All-Star game. Has Tyrese Halliburton an All-Star. You know, they have hopes of really competing. They made a trade for Pascal Siakam. Um, they come into the Garden, and they get humbled tonight by a Knicks team that was shorthanded. And so now you look at this trade deadline, you got to make the right move. But there's there's also a chance they don't make the, the right move as far as, like, you know, any, they might not make any move. I, I think tonight was a night that showed you they trust the guys that they have. They play well together. They fight. And I think that they're really putting on the way that New York Knicks fans want to see them put on and hustle and play hard. And we'll see what happens when OG comes back. We'll see what happens when Randall gets back, Grimes. But uh, this is a rare time. Nine wins in a row. Third place in the East. Uh, I, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't rock with the people that are saying what they can't do. Like, I'm not jacking it. Like, the the fact that there's so many people saying, oh, no, they can't win a t-. They look like the best team right now. And they're shorthanded right now. They're winning games. They don't lose. And that was a test tonight. They've been blowing teams out. They had plenty points in that game in the second half where they could have folded, where they they could have not shown up. And it seems like they won't do that. It seems like they, they know they got the whole city rocking with them. They know that everybody's watching, and they're not letting the fans down. Let's go to Maryland and talk to Chris. What's up, Chris? You're on the fan in New York. Hey, big guy. I kind of called mainly because when you first started, I, hey, I heard the trade from you, um, uh, the baseball trade. Yeah, later. Corbin Burns to the Orioles. for. Yeah, um, but anyway, you said, oh, man, now we got to think of them like the Astros or something. Is that, I hope that meant in a competitive way, not in any nefarious way. No, I, I, not in a cheating way. I mean, okay. like... Okay, cool. Yeah, that, no, that was it. I didn't think but, so. But I, think about the comparison, right? The Astros yeah. lost 100 games. The Astros were terrible. Oh, then okay, they were okay, able okay, to... Okay. Yeah, okay, they were right. able to draft... And then now, all of a sudden, right? They're 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 getting guys like Josh Hader. They weren't doing that before. So now you look at the Orioles. It's like they were terrible. No, all right. Well, and, and anyway, don't you worry about the Orioles. We only owe you one big one, and I can tell you what that's for later if you wish, or I can tell you now. But it comes from the '90s. We owe you one big one. We don't fear the Yankees. But yeah. I'm not. I'm not here. Hey, I'm not here trying to challenge anything. I like Juan Soto is gonna. He can handle anything. Any pitchers got so you and I'm a big fan of his. I'm really But here, my last thing was, I kind of wanted to call about the Knicks. I I like the Knicks once upon a time, and I I wrote Jalen Brunson. And here's my question: How did they come out of the no from nowhere, and where did exactly how they got Jalen Brunson? Where did he come from? If you would please have a good show, thank you. Yeah, I got it. Um, I mean. Jalen Brunson, he didn't come out of nowhere. He won two national championships in Philadelphia with Jay Wright and the Villanova Wildcats. He's got two of his running mates with him. I've been aware of him since he was in college. He's been tough since he's in, been in college. He's been undersized. He's been underrated. I think he's he's absolutely broken through the glass ceiling that was put on him. Where did he come from? He was drafted by the Dallas Mavericks. He was a second-round pick. He wasn't a lottery pick. He was behind Luka Doncic. He was looked at as a role player, a bench player. I do remember him dropping 40 in a playoff game where I said, hmm, didn't know that was there. And obviously his dad is a coach on the Knicks and was here with the Knicks before he got here. There was even some tampering, as you remember, with that. The whole thing with that draft pick. And, uh, you know, the contract that they they got, like, what a steal. Four years, $100 million, something around that, maybe a little bit more than like. He didn't come out of nowhere, but like 
when that deal went down, we we're looking at him as an all all star now. The Knicks are looking at him as a as an all star then. When that deal went down, they talked about, oh, this guy's not never been an all star. You you don't you don't pay that type of money to a guy like that, a role player, a bench player, a young player. That's not that. <laughs> well, maybe his dad was telling him, no, 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 no. I trained this guy to be a certain way. You bring him here, he's gonna rise to the occasion. You pay him, you're gonna actually owe him more. They owe him money. They already owe him money just off of this run and the playoff run last year. They owe him more. They need to give him a raise. So where did Jalen Brunson come from? Uh, He came from New Jersey, and his pops was sitting here with the Knicks like, yeah, we need a point guard. Um, Yeah, my genetics and my work ethic, uh, yeah, we got one. And he's not that young. He's 27, but, like, he hasn't been in the league forever. So it's not like he, you know, he was a second-round pick, 33rd overall in the 2018 draft. So he's been been here for a little while. He's not he's not new, but like for people to just be discovering him and just finding out about him, no, nah, I've I've been aware of him since he was wearing number one, uh, playing at Villanova. He had the lower cut. He didn't have the 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 braid swinging. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. The Knicks get a win to continue their win streak and up that to nine, and I think they have the whole league on notice. I think they're sending a message, and this sets up a great game this Saturday. I mean, what are the tickets? Going for, I'm going to check that during a break. What are the tickets going for for a New York versus L.A. Knicks versus Lakers game in the Garden first weekend of February with LeBron James and A.D. resting tonight as the Lakers go up to TD Garden to knock off the Celtics and a shorthanded Knicks team beats the Pacers. That's setting up for a great game this Saturday. And, boy, we need it here in the city, bro. We need it. Keep McPherson on the fan. Call me up. We'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yes, sir. Still here. About a half an hour left. KM to AM. My last hour here on the fan tonight and my last hour until Sunday. Alert, my first Sunday show coming up. This weekend, 12 to 3, right before the Pro Bowl, uh, I plan on talking NFL and looking back on the season and, you know, calling calling out how bogus the NFL is for multiple reasons. I mean, like, even the Pro Bowl that we're getting. Like, what is that now? Skills competitions and 
dodgeball and flag football. Like, these guys can't suit up and play. Oh, safety. Oh, right. The NFL cares about safety. But if you heard Boomer, you know, he's talking about how the NFL is going to continue to expand. And, yeah, um, we'll, we'll get into more of that. I'll save that for my Sunday show. So much looking forward to that. Uh, I think I follow up Moose, and I listen to Moose's uh, Sunday show almost every week. So, uh, 877-337-6666. We're mostly talking Knicks, but don't look now. As we spoke on Corbin Burns to the Orioles in a trade, and as a Yankee fan, of course you think, ah, oh, man, we got to face them. And you think, ah, oh, man, how come we couldn't have done that? That takes a guy off the board for us, potentially, and now we got to face him. Well, earlier I was talking about the Wandy Peralta trade, and I think last night when I was on and I was starting to get sick, I... I misspoke and said that, you know, Wandy Peralta was traded for Tyro Estrada. No, Tyro, Tyro Estrada was for money, cashman considerations. It was the sock man, Mike Talkman, that got traded for Wandy Peralta. And I felt like he was an important part of the bullpen as a lefty. And when I'm looking at this Yankees bullpen, I'm not satisfied with it. Well, here comes another guy that potentially could have returned. But <laughs> I don't really care. This is the only guy that cashman traded for last year. Keenan Middleton. So, KD Wu is confirming that the St. Louis Cardinals are close to signing right-handed reliever Keenan Middleton. The deal is pending a physical. I don't believe uh, that the the Yankees, you know, are really were really in on Keenan Middleton. I don't believe that they were in on. I don't know. I don't know what to believe. I think they're done. I think that it is February first, about to be February second, and in less than two weeks, pitchers and catchers report, and they probably are like, all right, we're we're good for now. But maybe. Um, maybe they're not good for now. Maybe there will be some moves. So, Yankee fans, if you want to get a word in, go for it. Tim is in Bergen County. What's up, Tim? You're on the fan. Hey, Keith. Um, Middleton was the guy they got from the Sox, right? Yes. At the trade deadline? Yeah, the only guy that, that we saw. There was another move that they made, but we that never materialized. The only move that they made at the deadline, yes, was for Keenan Middleton, and we saw him late in the season. They only made that move to do something at the deadline. I don't think they ever really wanted him. But what I wanted to talk about was Wandy, because I'm torn about Wandy signing somewhere else. He was so productive, but I wonder if Cashman knows that they caught lightning in a bottle and he was ready to let him go. You know, he's Cashman can't do starting pitchers for anything, but he's really, really good with the relievers. That's all I got to say. I'll hang up and I'll get your take. Thanks for the call, Tim. Last night, I, I forget the caller's name. I want to say Paul, so we'll go with Paul. Um, Paul called. He said he never really gets to hear me um, during the day because he sleeps like most regular human beings do. And I think it was sometime around 1 o'clock. And I was talking about Wandy. And I'm like, we couldn't give him $4 million? Maybe not for four years. But Wandy is proven in the postseason. Wandy, for a team that doesn't really have a great closer, has closed games. Wandy for a team that likes to play matchups and uh, put a guy in, take a guy out. Wandy is your your left-handed specialist coming out of the bullpen, throwing that change up, which was pretty effective. And now he is joining the San Diego Yankees. Whatever, it's fine. And, you know, talking to Paul, if that's your name, Paul, I'm sorry if that's not. Um, Paul said, well, you know, maybe Cashman saw he was deteriorating. Like, maybe they're getting out in front of it. Maybe they didn't want to give him four years. He's 32. Four years, that would be his 36 uh, you know, year season, maybe the Padres with money to blow and whatever. They're like, all right, well, you know, what's the 16.5 million to us? And so then we started talking about Matt Gage, 
who the Yankees picked up off of waivers from the Astros. We started talking about Victor Gonzalez and Matt Crook and Nick Ramirez, and those are the lefties that you have in the bullpen. And now Keenan Middleton was a potential uh, arm to return. He's off the table. I think they're done. I think they're done. It is what it is. Let's get back to the conversation around the Knicks. Sean in Farmingville, New York, on the fan. Hey, good evening, Keith. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for calling. How are you? Everything's good. I got. I just started a new job, so I'm missing a lot of my sports. <clears throat> so when I jumped in the car and I heard you talking that the Knicks won again, you and I spoke a couple days ago. And I was excited that the Knicks looked like the early 90 Knicks. And uh, I was just happy when I jumped in the car and I heard you say the Knicks had another good win. I was like, this is going well. They're, they're making me want to break out my Mason jersey, my Ewing jersey. Yeah, I would say now is the time. Yeah. And and the more that I talk I, about how miserable uh, the football season was, and then we even look at where the Met fan is, looking at David Stearns and what he's um, you know done in this offseason to change the expectations, and even uh, the the unsatisfied Yankee fan that said, "Okay, you you make the Juan Soto move, keep going, go all in," and that's not exactly what happened here. The Knicks are the uh, cream of the crop, the talk of the town, uh, you know, a number one top. Can I give a shout out? Today's my son's birthday. Yeah, what's his name? His name is Liam. Happy birthday, Liam. He turned 20. He turned 21 today. That's a big one. That's great. And we, we, yeah, no, we bleed orange blue. We're Mets, Islanders, and Knicks. Well, happy birthday. Enjoy that. Thanks for the call, Sean. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not a Knicks fan. I'm never going to be a Knicks fan, but I'm never going to be someone that absolutely just hates on a team like especially not here now i understand if we're talking about uh philadelphia if we're talking about boston sure but like i just i've been here too long man <laughs> like i've been in the city too long you know uh i have too many friends and family that do wear that orange and blue even though i'll never put it on and uh being a radio host here at the fan and being surrounded by like a lot of hosts here at the fan that are showing up with their Knicks gear and seeing their faces and their energy, I, I understand. I know what the audience is as well. And that's why I said I, I, I scheduled an interview before with a beat writer from you know the Brooklyn Nets. But I'm like, hey, we, we got to wrap this up. We got to get out of the way because the Knicks are doing something that they almost never do. And uh, the fans are calling the fan with something to say. So Craig is in Morganville. You got it, Craig. Hey, how you doing? I got to tell you, the first time in a while I watched almost the whole Knicks game. And the other thing is, they actually look like the Knicks, like your previous guy said, of the 90s. Why The reason why they had that half circle under the basket around the league. <laughs> they look like the old Knicks fighting around. <laughs> and I got to tell you, that guy Brunson showed some real class after he got hit in the face. He said, you know what? I'll get back and score some points. Yeah, that's how you do I, it. That's I, how it's done. I was actually, was actually proud of that team. I couldn't believe it. I was actually happy watching the Knicks. It wasn't a big point win, but the fact that they battled, they didn't give up, they really, really showed up. That's what New York Knicks are about. I was very, very happy about it. I couldn't, can't believe I'm talking nicely about the Knicks. And I, I, I really <laughs> it's time can't. for it. It's time for it. Thanks for the call, Craig. What, what I'll say to piggyback off of that is like that was a test. We knew it was a test. We thought the Nuggets were going to be a test. We thought the Heat were, no, 
That was a test, man. That's an Eastern Conference rival. It might not be a rivalry like it once was in the 90s, but, like, they've got something going this year with Indy. I I mentioned they got to the in-season tournament. Tyrese Halliburton, he's got a chip on his shoulder because Wally Zerbiak called him out once upon a time, and there was a chance that they came in, and they they had the lead. They had the lead for a good amount of the game. There was a chance that they came into the Garden and you're shorthanded without Julius Randle, OG Ananobi, and Quentin Grimes, and they knock you off. Win streak ends. Got to start again. No, the Knicks had other thoughts. And Jalen Brunson being the leading scorer and leader of the team had other thoughts. And like I said, even late in that game, when he got poked in the eye and the guy scores whatever, there's no call. Like, that is the time of the game where some other superstars in this league would fold. That is the time of the game where some other superstars in this league would cry and curl up. No, like... That's what I'm saying. They are embodying the spirit of the city. They are looking like a team that represents us. Hard-nosed. They're hustling. They're not giving up. Right? There's too many times we watch these teams in New York and we're like, nah, this ain't it. No, this ain't it at all. I don't know what's going on. Fire everybody. No, right now you're looking at the Knicks. And just that fast, they look like the most well-run organization. They look like they've figured it out with the roster. And they're missing guys, but that's not an excuse to fold. That's not an excuse to take an L tonight. Matt is out in Westchester County. What's up, Matt? Hey, hey, how you doing, man? Uh, so I just got home from the Knicks game, and uh, what a night, man! I, I I've been a fan for over twenty years, and it's just great for the city. I know uh, city's rocking right now. It's just amazing. Uh, I would like to see them get one more trade pieces before the trade deadline ends. You know. Yeah, they do from there, you know? Yeah, I've been saying I, I don't think it can hurt. You got guys banged up. It's a long season. You know, let let OG rest right now. Obviously, Julius Randle's legs are getting to rest right now. And uh, if you can if you can make some calls, and I'm not sure who they get or what they're looking for, but you trust that they've been putting the pieces of the puzzle together. They'll add another piece, and it'll be the right piece. If you can get another score or another big or whatever it is to just kind of get you over right now, what could it hurt? I know, man, yeah. So we wait on it. That's that's a week from now, uh, and less than a week, because it's about to be Friday in about 20 minutes, and the trade deadline is approaching. And when that trade got made for OG and Obi, I know there was a lot of people that were hurt about losing RJ and IQ. Where are those folks now? They're not calling now to be like, hey, uh, did you see that Toronto game? <laughs> like, No, how quickly you forgot about your homegrown talent, your drafted players that, like, not for nothing – that group got stagnant and got stale. There were too many guys, and now it seems like they have the right guys going. And, and when you look at you know the addition of Dante DiVincenzo, the trade last year for Josh Hart, the signing of Jalen Brunson, they've, they've made a lot of the right moves. OG will be back. Julius Randle will be back. But why not give them some insurance? It's just a simple insurance play to make a trade and add another talented player to this team. 877-337-6666. I might have one more break. This show ends at 12. Keith McPherson on the fan. We'll be right back. Okay, let's rock. Nine minutes or so left. I only got two calls. If you want to sneak in, 877-337-6666. C-Mac is coming up next. KM to AM. This is my last little run. Thank you, everybody, for watching on TikTok, for tweeting at me, for calling in and listening to the show. Let's see here. I got three calls. We've got Anthony, Moose, and Gary. On your mark, get set, go. Anthony is in Spring Lake on the fan. What's up, Ant? Hey, how are you doing? Uh, great to hear from you. Uh, I actually want to disagree with something you said earlier. I like this uh, 
the pump pass and the skills competition reminds me of the old Madden. The the you know the Pro Bowl was kind of like nothing. So th- it, it's just fun to watch. Why can't they so do both? Respect. Why can't they do both? I think they should. Well, I think they should, but I, I you know. To be that, honest with you, I have not watched it live. I have not watched it all the way through. All the clips at social media that I see, and it just looks corny. It looks goofy. These are NFL football players. We know they're good athletes. I feel like that the flag football is where the league is headed. I feel like in 20, 30 years, they're going to just turn the NFL into flag football and, and, and just say, oh, safety, safety. Like, I don't know. I guess I'm getting well, old, man. You, you, I, I grew nah, up on you guys be, hitting, playing football, smash mouth football. I'm 38, so I, I like I, I remember the Sean Taylor hit in the right. Pro Bowl back then. That Like, that I remember. But it, it's. Yeah, it is corny, but it's fun to watch. I mean, these guys are the best athletes, some of the best athletes on the planet, and they're playing dodgeball. Like, it was fun to watch. Stupid, corny, yes, but it was at least entertaining. The other thing I wanted to say about quick about the Yankees, I think one of the most underrated signings we've had is Verdugo. I mean, that you just you grab a great outfielder that we got, you know, we got a good defensive guy now in the outfield that we can have in there until, you know, Dominguez gets back whenever he gets back. But uh, yeah. I'll hang up. Listen to you. Just it's great to talk to you. Um, and you have a great night. Thanks for the call, Ant. I don't know. I I just I look at the Pro Bowl as like when I was growing up, they would go to Honolulu, they would actually play the game, and of course it got to the point where it's like some guys are going hard, some guys aren't, and then they they say safety, and you know they try to do creative things, but I think it's just a waste of a weekend. And so many guys tap out, so many guys check out, don't go, and then there's guys replacing it. Then they're like, I'm watching Tyler Huntley versus Derek Carr in the skills competition. I don't know. It's just, to me, it's it's, what's it for? I'd rather watch the NHL coming up this weekend. I'd rather watch the NHL All-Star competitions over the NFL Pro Bowl competitions. Moose is in Somerset County. Go for it, Moose. Hey, Hey, what's up, Keith? What's up, man? What you got? Hey, I got a quick story about Salah and the Jets. So uh, I was in the hospital a couple weeks ago, and I was on pain meds. And, uh, you know, I'm all loopy, slurring my words. To cheer me up, my dad goes, hey, Brian, this just in. Jets are talking to Belichick. I, uh, you know, I called him on his BS, man, because the Jets, you know, they're insane, man. They do the same thing. They run it back over and over again until they have no choice. They did it with Darnold until he was seeing ghosts against the pass. They did it with Zach Wilson. Now they're doing it with Salah and Hackett. Want to know what you think of that? Yeah, I think that they can't get out of their own way. I think that they're stubborn. Thanks for the call, Moose. I think that they think they know better and they don't know better. I, before I joked, I said, if you knew better, you'd do better. It's insanity. Uh, like, listen to the fans. Listen to the fan in New York, the radio station. Like, do something. Like, it, like they're setting the franchise back. I'm, I mean, I don't want to get ahead of myself and say that they're not going to win next year. But, like, I had this whole thing I was going to go into, and I'm going to save it for my Sunday show about how the league has reshuffled, right? You look at all these coaches, whether it's Antonio Pierce with the Raiders or, uh, you know, now uh, Gerard Mayo with the Patriots. And, like, there's just talent everywhere across the league. And there were teams that weren't as bad as the Jets that cleaned house. And the Jets are like, no, we're good. We're, we're perfectly fine. We'll run it back. Okay, I got three Knicks calls to get in the next five minutes. Gary's in the Jersey Shore area. What's up, Gary? You're on the fan. Came back. Nice to talk to you again. How's everything? Great. I mean, I was feeling bad. I was sick when I came in. But I pushed through, and I guess my meds hit. I can't wait to go to bed. But I'm good. Thanks for calling. 
Well, that's what that's what you're doing. It's good talking. Uh, quickly, because uh, you know I'm down here at the Jersey Shore. I caught the last few minutes of Mammoth beating Drexler tonight. Oh, awesome! I got to check in that's with them. Not- I'm, I'm doing. Nice yeah, they they yeah. always knock off teams, and I know Drexler's not a giant, but like good. The, you know, shout out to King Rice and Monmouth University. The basketball there program has go. been solid for a while. Yeah, real and real quick on the Knicks. I almost because I enjoy your show so much. I I hope your career goes wherever you want it to go. But while you're in New York, I almost feel bad for you. Yeah, you're not a Knicks fan because no, don't. I, mean, I, I you don't know what you're you don't know what you're missing. It's like if you took all the Devils championships and put them all together, and, and even the Islanders one, it doesn't compare to the one Ranger. You know, it's just, it's just no how it goes. What the next, you know, I, I want, I want the, the Yankees next. to win the World Series. Yeah, if the Knicks win, win, I'll be in there. I'll be in there. I just won't all be right. able to. You know, it, it's perfectly fine. Thanks for the call, Gary. I, I stay down till you come up. Don't switch. Frank the Tank was a Nets fan. He picked the perfect time to abandon ship last season. Playoff run, now look. And he's sitting there looking wild goofy. And respect to you, Frank. You know I hit you up. You know I have you on the show. But it's wild goofy to have the Nets under your under your uh, fandom for all these years. And you freak out about the Devils. And you freak out about the Dolphins and the Mets. And now you're sitting there all, all, all happy and giddy and shaking OG Ananobi's hand in the garden. It's like, I, I don't even know how Yankees or uh, how the... Uh, Knicks fans would accept accept you. The Yankees fans would never accept you. Aaron's in Hackensack. What's up, Aaron? You're on the fan. Oh, hey. Uh, thanks for picking up. Not um, a problem. I wanted to ask what your thoughts should be about the Knicks solving their two-guard position. And could the answer be waiting for Paul George in free agency? No, no. Thanks for the call, Aaron. Um, Paul George solving the two-guard position. I wasn't expecting that one at all. Dante DiVincenzo has been great. Picking him up is another steal. There, there's no like, like there's no Paul George. No, no, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. That one threw me off. Uh, were we talk? Was anyone else talking about Paul George and the Knicks? I don't, I don't have enough time to go into that one. Paul George at his age. Paul George at what he makes. No, this. Do you guys not see the chemistry of this team and how well they're playing and what they're doing? You don't need Paul George, and you also don't need to solve the two guard position. You have already solved the one and the two with Brunson and DiVincenzo, who have a ton of experience playing together, trust each other. They're doing the damn thing. Steve is on Long Island. My last call of the night. You got to see. Why not us? I had the best time tonight at the Nick game. Probably the best Nick game ever been to. I'm Good. a 54 year old Knicks fan. Great. You're exactly right. The chemistry, the way they attack the offensive boards, down three starters against a Pacer team, and they're down the whole game in the way they fought. The Knicks have as much heart as I can remember going back to the 90s. Good. I'm glad. I, I can't be mad at that. I'm not I'm not so glad that I want to join you in it, but I understand I what that listen, feels. I hear you. Just, you know? I'm with an it's enjoyable basketball. These guys play hard. They look like they're having fun. They're dogs. It's a tough team not to root for. I hear you're a Nets fan. All good. The Knicks are having – it's a good time to be a Knicks fan. Let's enjoy it. We don't need any monster trades. Hopefully Randall comes back, and let's go. Why not us? Why not? That's a good way to end it, you know. That's a good way to end it. Why not? Don't let anybody tell you what you can or can't do. That's in life in general. And that's how these guys probably feel out there. Oh, you're going to lose tonight. Seems like the refs probably had the Pacers tonight. And somebody probably told them, you can't win. 
You can't win without OG and Julius Randle or Quentin Grimes now. You're not going to win. And they said, what? That's why we played a game. Roll the ball out. Let's go. I got too much pride. I'm too competitive to lay down. We got a win streak on the line. We're trying to stack wins. We're trying to get the two seed. And that's the game that you go to and you remember that one. Like I said, the whole crowd was standing up. And good. It's good energy, man. We need it. We need it. That's all I've got. Until Sunday. That's my last show of the week. And I need the rest for sure. But if you're going to the American Dream Mall over there across the street from Giant Stadium, MetLife Stadium, I'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you Saturday for the Yankee Pinstripe Pride event. Keep McPherson on the fan. KM to AM. That's all I got. C-Max coming up next. Be good, everybody. Later. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.